as I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig, that was some outstanding stuff. Whatever, Kevin. You sound like a real nerd. I'm grooving. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. Nobody said, nobody said, nobody said it was easy. No, no, no. Nobody said, nobody said, nobody said it was easy. All right, it is another edition of the Channel Partners podcast, Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I am the executive editor of Channel Partners and Channel Futures, Craig Galbraith. Joining me, as always, the man who eases into each day like a hot knife through butter, our director of business development, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? (laughs) Craig, I got to tell you, I'm doing great. Uh, Your intro wasn't too far off. I often put a hot knife through butter as part of my breakfast routine, uh, which is probably why I'm always festively plump when everybody sees me, but I'm doing awesome, man. But I got to ask, how are you? Can you believe that we're already into August and evolution is just five weeks away? Yeah, it's crazy. Things are getting really busy, not only for us, but also the partners and the vendors who are going to be attending our show September 9th through the 12th. You're right. It's just uh, coming up real soon. It sure is, Craig. You know, time flies, Kevin, but I am pumped up for the show. Before we get into it, though, as you were the DJ for the opener, I've got to ask, what is this opening song? Is there any tie-in whatsoever to our upcoming discussion in this edition? Well, Craig, I think we ran into this last summer. I kind of get into some upbeat, kind of pop, indie music in the summer. I mean, as we always talk about rock, classic rock, alternative, typically my fave, some metal, but I find myself going a little smoother in the summer, a little pop, a little funk. So I went with this. It reminds me of some of the pop hits I grew up with in the late 80s, early 90s. This little gem is called Easy. It's from the band Great Good Fine OK. Uh, yeah, which is probably how our listeners feel about us as they progress through multiple episodes of this podcast. You know, they start <laughs> start out great, but then we just get down to okay. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Thought it had a good hook to open the podcast, so I went with but it. That's all well and good, Kevin, but how does it tie in? Since you've asked twice now, the song refers to how no one says it's going to be easy. And unlike a Channel Partners event, where fun and success are always easy to come by if you bring a positive attitude and engage in the entire event, today's Channel Marketplace, while thriving with plenty of business to go around, is by no means easy. you got to work hard and master your craft to win partners and help them win customers these days. Well, I guess that makes sense, but a bit of a reach. I am not finished! Ugh. Well, then by all means, proceed. Additionally, Craig, as I was getting to, this song is about a relationship. And please allow me to ask you and our audience, what was the channel built on and currently remains all about today? (sighs) What are relationships, Alex? I now see (laughs) what you did there. And we'll probably hear about my insolence when we're off air for quite some time. Indeed you will, Craig, but our audience is already well aware of your consistency in the insolence department. And before we get into anything else, i got to tell you, I think I just earned, with this song choice, my first PhD, Craig. What, you're a doctor now? What, like Dr. Feelgood? (laughs) No, Craig, it's my first podcast headset drop. 
Ah, uh, very nice, very nice. Uh, I wasn't going to put it out there that this song was probably referring to your relationship with Digi. <laughs> our digital services robot mascot. But now I have no problem saying it. <laughs> You're spot on as always, good sir. All right, let's use this ridiculous conversation to segue beautifully into some meaningful conversation with actual channel experts. What do you say? Craig, you're a genius. Are you referring to the fact that our next two guests and channel legends have developed a program that will educate both vendors and partners to help make navigating the channel, wait for it, easier well actually i hadn't given it any real thought i figured we'd just introduce him but anyway <laughs> let's cut with your cheesiness and bring in two disruptors that will bring some real value to our audience all right kevin very excited to welcome in our first guests we have two in fact one of them is our esteemed editor-in-chief lorna gary lorna how are you i'm doing well craig thanks for having me excellent thanks for being here also on the call is esteemed industry titan, former Verizon Channel Chief and our 2019 Channel Influencer of the Year, now leading her own consulting group, JS Group. It's Janet Shines. Janet, how are you? Great to be here. Awesome to get to talk to you guys as always. Glad to have you. Lorna, let's start with you. We're talking about the brand new Alliance Makers program uh, that started up this summer. Why don't you tell us about it and why this seemed like such a good idea? Well, Craig, I, you know, we know it's a good idea because we actually started it in a small pilot test uh, in Las Vegas. Janet was a part of that along with Tina Gravel and Teresa Caragol. The stage was led by our own uh, VP of sales, uh, Kelly Danziger, and it was just a big success. Attendees were not necessarily able to see it. The um, content was for our exhibitors. The thinking behind it at the time was that the exhibitors come in, they've got their booth set up, Day two, we've got that big empty stage, and we thought, let's use it, and let's provide some content for our valued exhibitor attendees. Based on that great reception, we decided to expand the program for uh, Channel Partners Evolution. We have uh, really five elements of it, the Evolution Stage Unplugged, which will be bigger and more content by uh, thought leaders, including Janet and Tina, who are returning, as well as um, Mike Sapien from Ovum, Eric Simpson, Catherine Rose, Angela Lovett, and just a really great lineup of people. We're starting with the stage. We have personalized advisory sessions that people can sign up for. We're going to have roundtables. We'll have a special Alliance Maker Zone on the Evolution floor so people can stop in and sit in on roundtables. We're going to have webcasts going on up until the event. There are a few of them available on our site, giving a preview of what um, we're going to be talking about. In fact, we have one coming up soon with Tina Gravel that people can sign up for on the webinars page. And then uh, a special event on the last day of the show that I think we'll talk about later. Lorna, it's so great to uh, give these exhibitors and these vendors some education as well. So uh, just great job coming up with this program. And Janet, kicking it over to you, webinars. You led one last month that's now available on demand. Can you give us some takeaways from that about how to make sure that if you're a vendor, you have the it or X factor? I sure can. The first thing I'll tell you about that, that webinar was how well attended it was, was shocking. So it's clear, as Lorna said, the vendors are looking for, in a time of major transformation, major change, both in the composition of their channel partners as well as the composition of their own solutions, 
how do they go out, how do they address the channel. So we're really seeing a groundswell of the vendors turning to CP Expo and the events that surround it for the information that they need. And so a couple takeaways from that webinar that I did. So the first thing is it's not easy and you need to get help. And if you're relying only on your internal team and your own experience, that might be a mistake since things are changing so quickly. The second thing was really around adding requirements that are not rear view mirror. So revenue is very rear view mirror if you're writing a vendor program. That's an outcome of things that people did right from the start, things like demand generation, competency, um, and particularly working on their own solutions, uh, abilities, and go-to-market. And then third, I think I'll point out, was about benefits. So about half of the benefits the vendors have in their programs today are wasted. That's a lot of money that you could throw back towards the channel in more meaningful benefits, including deeper incentives, um, and also including benefits that would actually help their business. So a recent survey of partners showed that marketing has now moved into their number two spend, uh, right below technical competency and certifications. It used to be four or five a few years ago. So marketing benefits, really having things around social media, marketing certifications, things that actually help your partners get out there and market in a new world and help them manage their costs in that are really top of mind to be one of the IT vendors. And then I'll close with the fact that the channel is changing and the IT vendors know it, and they're attracting new channels and new routes to market. And one of the biggest ones, maybe old to some of us in telco, but for all those software and security and other as-a-service vendors out there, the agents are making an appearance in a big, big way. So expect mm -hmm. to see major channel partner programs that have never had an agent commission track before have those in 19 and 20. That is some great stuff, Janet. And that's just a sampling of what folks are going to get when they attend some of these sessions at Channel Partners Evolution. Uh, I can guarantee they're going to be in great shape. Now, speaking of evolution, Lorna, I wanted to toss it over to you and, and you started to allude to it a minute ago. But I want to talk about the shark stage, you know, Discovery Channel's known for its uh, shark week, right? We're going to have kind of a, a shark week uh, of our own, and that's uh, coming up on Thursday, September 12th. It's a great opportunity to pack the expo hall that last day of the show. Now, as I understand it, you're still looking for some participants. And uh, tell us how all of this shark stage works and what those who participate and are in attendance can expect to see. Sure, Craig. So we had a founders forum, as you may remember, when we were in Las Vegas. And one of the questions asked of our friend Karen Fields, CEO of Microcorp, was, how do I get your attention? How do I get on your line card? And Karen answered, be different. Do something interesting. She doesn't want you know, her 43rd VoIP provider. So that sort of got us thinking, and we decided that there must be other exhibitors out there, some of our uh, new exhibitors, some other suppliers that are interested in the channel for the, all the reasons that Janet just mentioned, but just don't really know how to get the attention of the masters and distributors. And as you know, we're, we're very lucky to have great relationships with those folks. So we decided to open up the Channel Futures stage, change it into the Shark stage for last morning of the show, and we're going to have representatives, Karen herself will be there, as well as people from TBI, Ingram Micro, Tech Data, Tolaris. So we have a, a really great mix of masters and distributors who will be there to listen to pitches. So we're going to select six 
exhibitors who do not yet have relationships with masters and distributors. We're very open in terms of what they sell, how long they've been in business, but the key uh, factor is they want to work with a master distie and just don't have that relationship yet. We're going to give them 10 minutes. They'll have five minutes to make their pitch. Our sharks will have five minutes to question them. And then the channel sharks and uh, attendees who are in residence will vote on which pitch they thought was best. In case you're worried, I'm going to be there hosting to make sure they actually stick to that time frame and that the sharks don't make anybody cry. And also, Janet has kindly agreed to do some uh, coaching sessions with anyone who gets on the shark stage before the event so that they'll be prepped and they'll they'll know. Nice, nice. I can totally relate to having trouble uh, catching people's attention because Kevin never listens to me. Well, (laughs) (laughs) thanks, Craig. I really appreciate that. It's because you just have such a soothing voice that I just get lost in its aura all the time. Well, you're battling a cold, so it's easy to pick on you. You're not so sharp with the comebacks. (laughs) So, Janet, I'm so glad you brought up that uh, you'd be emceeing the festivities on the shark stage and and that is great that you're going to help some of these vendors out that get selected to participate because undoubtedly if they do it well there are some phenomenal benefits in store you alluded to it a little bit but what do you hope to see happen while you're emceeing if if there's a mr wonderful telling people they're dead to him (laughs) will you shut that down you are dead to me if you turn around (laughs) i love it by the way mr wonderful is fantastic i worked with him on an smb series And he shared with me that um, businesses that are run by women outperform the other investments in his portfolio. So I just wanted to share that. That's awesome. And encourage our female Shark Tank participants to come on out there. He said he just doesn't get enough proposals. And he is indeed wonderful. Um, (laughs) But here's what we're going to do. So Lorna talked about it. I'm actually offering one-on-ones at the show uh, and to one or two folks that are coming internationally before the show. And we're going to coach these folks through, and it'll also help us to narrow down the applicants, right, to make sure, as Lorna said, that they're not already uh, deeply embedded in the industry, et cetera. This is for the new things that, by the way, these masters and distributors need. So this is also a service to them as they look to expand their portfolio. We're kind of narrowing down. So I'm going to work with those vendors, make sure they not only have their pitch right, but that they understand what's expected and that they're willing to make the investment that's expected, not just win the pitch. Um, and then on the Shark Tank stage, as I said, I'm going to bring some tissues in case Mr. Wonderful exists. Um, I'm calling <laughs> that it's going to be Heather from Tech Data. She's always got some great questions, so we'll, uh, we'll make sure that, uh, that she's playing that role. And then um, I think the most meaningful thing about that, because you think about all the alliance makers are all there for the duration of the event to help these people get ready. So not just myself, there's sessions uh, throughout the event. From all of these great names that Lorna already shared, Catherine Rose is you know a, an example I'll use, who can also help the, these vendors, these new folks to the industry, understand the industry and position themselves correctly. So really a great benefit for vendors, particularly those entering the industry at this year's event, and I'm super excited about it. And we're excited about it too, Janet. Uh, Lorna, I just wanted to get back quickly to the webinars. A lot of people are going to hear this podcast. They're not going to be patient enough to want to wait until uh, September 9th uh, through the 12th to start getting some more of this information. So can we go back and talk briefly about those? Uh, You mentioned some of the folks who are participating, but maybe just touch on some of the topics uh, they're going to be hitting uh, coming up here in the next uh, two to three weeks. And of course, we will provide a link to these webinars, both on demand and live on the landing page for this podcast. 
Absolutely, Craig. And, and hopefully it will also provide a link to the column about the Channel Shark, Time to Hunt Some New Suppliers, because within that they'll be able to find the link to apply to be on the stage. Of course. Um, and I would warn them not to click on the musical link that you embedded in there. <laughs> Baby Shark, yeah, that'll get caught in their heads, and then they probably won't be paying attention to any of the good information that you're providing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you know, I, I do not have young children, so I don't have the visceral reaction to Baby Shark that some people might, but I think a, a public service announcement was in order. Baby Shark, do, 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 Baby Shark. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, as you know, our webinars are going to be available, uh, so if they don't have the time to actually attend when they're running, they're able to certainly come back and hear them for plenty of time afterward. We have Angela Levitt is going to talk about what's working, uh, the top five telecom and IT market trends that she's seen this year, and that will certainly emerge as we go into 2020. Tina Gravel is going to join us August 7th, talking about teaching partners to fish in a new pond. Uh, in other words how to, uh, if you're used to serving SMBs, how to move up to mid-sized enterprises, maybe how to break into a vertical. And so this is for suppliers who see their partners getting into ruts and are looking for some tips on how to help them break out of the ruts. And just to switch it up a little bit, uh, our friend and OVM analyst, Mike Sapien, is going to be talking about, so MDR, this is not necessarily the MDR we think about, but managed detection and response. So Mike is serving the MSSP market right now and is going to be at the show talk doing actually a session on um, lucrative market for security-focused MSPs. Um, so yeah, essentially they can go in and they can now get uh, Catherine Rose's webinar that we uh, recorded last week talking about uh, social selling, particularly with LinkedIn and Twitter. Plenty of content there for them. Lorna, I mean, what a lineup that is. Uh, I'll tell you, there's something for everyone, I would say, in that webinar series. So definitely head to Channel Partners Online and click on Webinars, and, and you'll see those. And, Craig, you'll put that link in the uh, podcast post, right? Will do. Sounds good. Well, Janet, before we let you go, uh, we just want to say again how excited we are that you're going to be participating in the Alliance Makers program. And I just want to ask you, what made you want to get involved when you learned about Alliance Makers? So that's a great question. So having a conversation with Lorna, and I believe it was Tina Gravel and I, was this feeling that we need to also help the vendor community. So we, we and my, myself included, have been helping the partner community for so many years, and the partners rely on the vendors. And so unless the vendors get it right, it, it hurts the partners. So if it's mm -hmm. good for the channel, um, I want to be involved in it. And this is really good for the channel. It's unique because it is addressing specific needs that the channel has. It's engaging because it's offering different ways between the webinars, the one-on-one -on -one sessions, the roundtables, et cetera, uh, and the shark tank. And then most importantly, it's something that, as Lorna mentioned, was a groundswell. We did a small session in Vegas. It was packed, standing room only. And we, the immediate thing that was asked was, how can we do more? And so uh, the crowd certainly wants it, and so we want to make sure that we do that. So that's why I'm just honored to be one of the uh, Alliance Maker experts, quote unquote, and um, just thrilled to get to work with this very talented group of people that would typically cost a vendor quite a lot of money to work with, and um, Channel Partners is bringing that to the vendor community for free. Well, and this is really great. We talked about it on the podcast last week, Kevin, about how Channel Partners has long been known for such great partner education. Now we're getting the vendors a little more involved because they too can really benefit from some of this great education. 
No doubt, Craig. Right. And, of course, no one but us brings uh, such a range of partners to the event as well. Uh, we have the MSP 501ers coming. Our agents are coming. We just have the entire spectrum of channel. And it's going to be tough, Janet, for our suppliers to know how to work with all those different business models. That's so true. Such a great point. The world is changing. Very well put. Lorna and Janet, thank you so much for your time today. We're really excited for this program. And, of course, looking forward to Channel Partners Evolution just a few weeks away. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. All right, Kevin, great to have Lorna on the show as always. Uh, Janet Shines, an industry legend. Uh, Excellent stuff learning more about the Alliance Makers and the Shark Stage coming up at Evolution. You got that right, Craig. Anytime we can have uh, the quality of Lorna and Janet on this podcast with us, luring themselves to, to hang out with us, that's always a good thing. No doubt. You know, Craig, although we're not approaching the playoffs in any of the major North American sports just yet, I always really enjoy this time of year because it becomes very business oriented in the sports arena, I would say. Coffee with Craig and Kevin, outside the lines. You and I talked about this a little the other day. I assume you're referring to the trade deadline that just passed in Major League Baseball and NFL training camps uh, with holdouts and cuts, etc.? Why, indeed I am, Craig. It is an interesting point of view, but I'm not sure why you're bringing it up here. Oh, uh-oh. Am I detecting another... Kevin's whimsical industry metaphor. Well, for the sake of time, Craig... Maybe a metaphor, light? Uh, Light definitely works in this case. Hit us with it, homie. As businesses are always looking to cut underperforming partners, providers, and trade up to new and more efficient solutions, the same could be said for vendors and suppliers. Partners are always looking to improve their technology stack or, if you'll grant me just a little leeway here, audience, solutions team, and bring the most innovative solutions to their end-user clients. And, as we're almost midway through Q3, end-of-year results and business initiatives will soon be reviewed, and all the business plans for 2020 will soon be in the works. It's always a crucial time right now to be performing at your best, just like those MLB GMs and NFL players vying to make their respective teams. You know, that one wasn't half bad, while maybe not quite good, but I think I see your segue here. Allow me. Of course, sir. Well, there's no better place, especially after what we just heard, than Channel Partners Evolution for vendors to ensure they're at the top of their game. And Evolution is also the best place for partners to review all the latest services and solutions from these disruptive vendors to improve their portfolios, or solutions team, to maintain their current customers while finding new ones. You like that? You like that? Wow. Craig, perfect. Almost as if I had said that myself. Speaking of disruptive vendors, I think I can hear another one calling in now. Who partners will be able to meet in person at Evolution. Well, pick up the phone and bring them in. All right, Craig, we just picked up the phone. And who do we have with us? It's Jonathan Dufoe, the Channel Relations Manager with Nova Solusoins. Jonathan, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you for joining us. So, John, it was awesome seeing you and the Nova team at CP Expo this past spring in Las Vegas. Thank you for your support of that event. For those that may have not been at the show, first, shame on them. But secondly, could you please provide us with a high-level overview of Nova Solosoins? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Nova Solosoins is kind of a rare breed in the channel, as we're the only Brazilian provider with presence in the U.S. channel. 
So we were founded in 2003, and we hold one of the largest privately owned fiber wireless networks in the region uh, with an extended footprint in Colombia and Argentina as well as other parts of Latin America. Uh, we're a full-on telecom company. So basically, we're the go-to source for everything telecom-related in Brazil. And actually, it was only about a year ago that we only offered fiber. Uh, but since then, we've expanded our product portfolio to include the most aggressive pricing on DIA, point-to-point, uh, -point, MPLS, SD-WAN, and voice services, including our Nova PBX. And we're the only company in Brazil actually offering broadband, which definitely differentiates us in the market. So really, we have a very robust network, which allows us to take on any size project. And so there's no really no challenge. It's too big that we can't handle. You know, it's really great to increase the flavor, you might say, of uh, international companies uh, joining us at our shows, Jonathan. So we appreciate that. As Channel Relations Manager, uh, maybe you could tell us a little about how Nova is currently helping partners and their customers grow their respective businesses through your channel program. Yeah, great. Thanks, Craig. Um, it's a great question. And actually, it's something that I've thought a lot about lately. Uh, recently, in the past few months even, I found that a lot of our partners seem to be kind of afraid of working with international providers, maybe because of the stigma, I think, that comes along with doing business with other cultures internationally. Uh, but something major that differentiates us from the other global providers, uh, specifically in our channel program, is and how we're helping our partners, is that even though we are a Brazilian company, We've fully implemented an American work culture and ethic into the way we do business. So now what does that mean really, right? Uh, it's very simple. You know, every country has their own culture, and Latin American cultures in general have been viewed to have a different standard of business. And I've even heard some say that we're, you know, they're lazy or they take too many holidays in South America. So that's why we've fully taken on the American work philosophy, and we've applied it to how we do business in the channel. And this allows us to better assist our partners from the beginning of a project all the way to its completion. And of course, our partners receive the utmost best pricing and service from a company who knows the market the best. John, that, that is a great way to you know, help your partners here in North America. You know, it took a while for me to get used to Craig's working philosophy, but after 63 episodes, is it now, Craig, I'm finally starting to get used to it. Yes, that's right. And anybody who knows something about lazy, it's it's Kevin, because he's known as the Garfield of channel partners. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, sad but true, as they say. Uh, <laughs> getting, back to, <laughs> getting back to it here, uh, John, Nova will again be exhibiting at Channel Partners Evolution in my current hometown of Washington, D.C. Thank you, sir. With the event just a little over a month away, could you provide partners with a sneak peek of what to expect should they, or should I say when they, drop by the Nova booth? Yeah. Uh, well, we're 100% channel focused. So, you know, at CP Evolution, we're set on getting in front of the right partners and connecting with the right master agents to help assist on opportunities that are involving multinational companies expanding to Brazil or South America. You know, we've seen a lot of growth in the channel this year, and so we're excited to share our new products. Um, our new expansions into new territories in Latin America, like Colombia and Argentina as, I, or Argentina, as I mentioned. And we'll be introducing our newest addition to the Nova channel team here in the U.S. Our channel support manager will be joining us for the first time at the event. And so it's going to be something to look forward to. And, of course, we're going to have tons of giveaways. You know, so that's something that everyone looks forward to. That sounds awesome, Jonathan. We're really looking forward to seeing you and the Nova team at Channel Partners 
evolution. Now, before we let you go, uh, we've got a little segment, if you've been listening this summer, uh, called Random Personal Question. I will uh, spin a wheel and uh, we'll see what comes up. And uh, Kevin, of course, every week leads into RPQ with a little song. Uh, and I'm looking forward to hearing that, as always. Not really, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Well, we've got questions in random places where the personal and the segment chases all fans away. We'll be okay. <laughs> you have done it again, my friend. Or not done it again, depending on your perspective. I'm looking for consistency. <laughs> no whammies. No whammies. No whammies. Okay. Ooh, it was close. It, it almost landed right on the line. But the question is, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? And why? Oh. Oh, wow. This one uh, definitely caught me off guard. I, I didn't know it was sports related, but you definitely hit it right on the nail. Uh, because my family, um, stateside, as far as cause my family is half from Brazil and the other half is here from the Midwest, and a lot of my family is still in Chicago. So since the early 90s, I've always been a Michael Jordan fan. Going to have to definitely go with Jordan on that one. Oh, John, that cuts deep because <laughs> I am a lifetime New York Knicks fan, and in the 90s, Michael Jordan knocked the Knicks out of the playoffs, it seemed like, seven times during my youth. And uh, Although, while I have the utmost respect for him, I have sad memories when I think of Michael Jordan just watching my team lose all the time. <laughs> well, I'll apologize on his behalf. Hopefully that will you know, fill in the, the gaps and put a Band-Aid on, on the wounds for you there. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure Michael Jordan's really sorry that he upset me. He's, he's calling in right now. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, uh, well, thanks so much for your time today. We're excited to see you and the Nova team coming up at Channel Partners Evolution. Uh, it's turned out to be a great partnership between you guys and uh, Channel Partners. Have a really great uh, week, and we'll, we'll see you here in just a few weeks. Thanks, guys. You too as well. I can't wait to see you guys there. Looking forward to it. Thanks again, John. Craig, as always outstanding stuff and interview there with Jonathan. It's going to be great to see the Nova team at CP Evolution this fall. And I'm just glad that you introduced him because I really haven't brushed up on my Portuguese lately. <laughs> Funny, on, on a LinkedIn comment, it auto-translated something that I had said back to Jonathan into Portuguese, and he said I must have been brushing up, and I, I of course, took full credit. I did not give LinkedIn any credit. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> And speaking of Evolution, Kevin, uh, we really hope to see all of our listeners there again September 9th through the 12th in Washington, D.C. at the Washington Convention Center. And if you want to learn more about what we discussed on this podcast and can't wait for D.C., check us out at channelpartnersonline.com and channelfutures.com. There's a lot on the Alliance Maker program we just discussed. There's a lot of insights from other thought leaders within the channel, including Janet Shines and Lorna Gary on Channel Partners Online, if you just go to the opinions and blogs. So definitely worth checking out both websites if you really want to get educated on what's going to be happening at Evolution and beyond. And there's another little website they can check out, the aptly named channelpartnersevolution.com. Oh, my gosh. That's all we've been talking about on the show. How did I forget to mention that website, Craig? It looks like I need another coffee with Craig. And you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if for some strange reason you want to check out past episodes of Coffee with Craig and Kevin, 
Uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Just type Channel Partners Online into the search bar. Of course, you can always find us on the flagship channelpartnersonline.com. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We hope to see you next time. We'll catch you on the flip side, channel. Baby shark. Baby shark.